0: Hi out there, I'm Pat Polly, and I want to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview someone from the art scene locally, and this week, art classes at our own Bellevue College with Kate Kas- Kasproviak.
1: <laughs> welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you, Pat. Happy to be here.
0: Great. We're so happy that you could come in. Uh... Kate is the former chair of the art department at Bellevue College, and she is an art history instructor there. She has been there for many years. Uh, She has an art history uh, master's degree uh, in 2008 from the University of Oregon, an uh, uh, MFA from Fine and Decorative Art 2007 from Sotheby's Institute of Art London, So I don't know how she managed to get two master's degrees in two years, but she said it wasn't easy. (laughs) And then she has a B.A. in art history in 2004 from University of Oregon. And Kate has received many awards. But before we get started with the interview, let's talk about some things going on here on the local scene. And one of them opening soon at Village Theater in Issaquah And this is something you guys probably all want to go to. The Noteworthy Life of Howard Barnes. And this opens September 13th on until October 21st. Now, Howard Barnes is a perfectly average American guy. He likes baseball, he likes grilling, and he likes his daily routine. And um, that is until one day he wakes up to discover his life has become... A musical. Desperate to return things to normal, Howard embarks on a fantastical quest through the realm of musical theater. You need to go and uh, take, I'm going to take my husband because I think he's really going to like that. And then um, on Saturday, October 20th, at the new W Hotel in Bellevue, there is a gala for the Kirkland Arts Center. A gala and auction, and it supports vibrant art programs, after school art programs, public art, art projects, free contemporary exhibits, and the preservation of that wonderful building in Kirkland. You know, the brick one with the turret that is uh, really uh, an icon of Kirkland. That's another one of their goals. So, uh, this is a great. Gala, a great fundraiser, Saturday, October 20th. Hope you can all come. I am offering two free tickets to the gala, which includes dinner plus lots of art and lots of entertainment. And you'll be with at my table. Uh, the theme is Through the Looking Glass. And so what do you do to get these tickets? Just contact me at padapolly at gmail.com. First email, gets the tickets. Wow, what a deal. This is a $300 value. That's patapolly at gmail.com for your free tickets at our table. Uh, Hope to see you there. Whether you win or not, you can also come and, you know, do your own tickets, right? We want to see you there. We'll be back shortly talking about Bellevue College's Art Department on Artbeat Northwest.
1: From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. From August 31st through September 30th, BAM hosts a pop-up exhibition of emerging Northwest artists as part of the City of Bellevue's annual art festival, Bellwether. Bellevue Arts Museum will be free and feature a series of events and performances for the two-week run of the festival. Through September 30th, Catch the first museum exhibition from Female, AMPM 2.0. Female is a Seattle and Los Angeles-based fashion collaboration conducted through the U.S. Postal Service. Exchanges by collaborators Janelle Abbott and Camilla Carper. For more information, visit bellevuearts.org.
0: Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Kate Kasproviak. About Bellevue College's art programs, and let's kind of talk about just what you have on offer there at Bellevue College. Uh, gosh, you've got about fourteen staff members right, there yeah. in the Department of Art. Um, what are some of your uh, outstanding areas that you're covering there?
1: Well, we really offer um, a foundational course um, in art hi- in art and art history. So your sort of expected studio classes, drawings, very popular. We have four sections of drawing each quarter. We have oil painting, advanced oil painting. Um, We have beginning printmaking. We're growing our printmaking department too to include silkscreen and maybe some advanced printmaking, which is very interesting. Um, Let's see, we have of course ceramics, um, basic and advanced. And what's a little bit special to Bellevue College is our woodworking um, lab. We have a huge woodworking lab um, and without a metal foundry, you don't see a lot of metal foundries at all at no. colleges and universities. Um, but at Bellevue College, so we, that is special. Now, I should also say Bellevue College has two identities, right? We have a four-year, a growing four-year programs, and then also the mm-hmm. two-year community college programs. And the art offerings are really more along the lines of the two years. So you're thinking 100 and 200 level classes. Uh, let's see. What did I miss out? There's also a watercolor class. Uh, there's art history, basic Western classes, a world art history class, history of architecture and design. Um,
0: I know a couple more. Um, photography. Yes, photography. Sculpture. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Chad.
1: Sorry, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and then sculpture. We And we just hired this fabulous new uh, sculpture instructor, too, who's come over from Cornell uh, managing their uh, uh, shop lab um, and maker space and also teaching classes in the summer. So... We've I mean, the offerings are amazing, honestly, for a for what was a small school 30 years ago that now serves well over 30,000 students. We have a fantastic um, offering of art classes and, uh, you know, for all sorts of students, for your more traditional students right out of high school for students that are. Returning to school for students that are doing maybe uh, radiology or nursing and just want to take an art class. We have a growing population of international students too. And I know I'm sort of going off the track of the art classes, but we do. We we serve just a really diverse student body. Um, and I just have to plug our instructors. They're fabulous. They're fabulous artists or fabulous instructors. It's really a gem for anybody that's looking to either get into the arts as a structured degree or just take classes to. Um, Enhance their entire academic experience. So,
0: this where do you expect your program to go? Mm-hmm. Are you eventually do you think uh, going to be able to do yeah. a master's or a bachelor's degree in art? Right, but maybe a few years down the line so or something.
1: That's a fabulous question, Pat, and one that we talk about really frequently in our department meetings. Um, and and what would be the first step for Bellevue College to um, you know create a degree of some sort? would be an AFA, an Associates in Fine Arts, which is what you'll see 2 your institutions offering. Now, there's a little um, problem, and that has to do, and I'm not really, um, I can't really describe the, the state requirements for community colleges, but it's my understanding that we've looked into this, and I have a little bit too, and the state won't recognize a community college fine arts degree, and that's because community colleges typically are, um, kind of professional prof tech professional technical colleges. Um, now there's been a lot of changes in the past right. 30 years, and if you look at some of our um, some other institutions, I think it's Shoreline and North Seattle. They both have AFAs now. Oh, um, wow. really? And what they've done, I don't I don't believe that they're recognized by the state per se, but they have an AFA, and you have all the credits consolidated, and then you have a matriculation agreement with um, other universities and colleges, four-year institutions within the state of Washington. So that's our best bet is to, um, you know, found we, – we have all the courses, right? So so it would be, of course, to propose it to the state, and um, it may get accepted. I'm not sure if it I, – I, but that's where I'm a little bit unclear is how it's recognized once you leave the state. You know, if you have a two-year AFA, can you go to UCLA? And will they see that as a as – um, a terminal degree, um, so so there's a there's a couple issues here, but the
0: well you're kind of in a change stage anyway because it was not that long ago it was Bellevue Community College right. now it's Bellevue College now I think you're kind of pushing your programs upward uh, to Absolutely. try to you know be really a a standard for your college I think is the ultimate goal, Well, or it's, is it? it? Yeah, it's,
1: it's really hard to say. I mean, we, we really serve to, to, we have two groups of students, or, I mean, they overlap, but we we are a four-year school with certain departments, and then others are, are two-year. So it's it won't be anytime soon that we uh, get away from the two-year um, community college part of our school or part of our institution, um, but growing into our department, that AFA, and then, of course, we'll consider a BFA in the future, but that first step is that AFA, which I really see possible, let say, you know, in the two to three years, at least um, proposing it to the state. We oh, have some okay. other interesting developments that would, would support that um, as well.
0: Now, you do have something called mm-hmm. an art concentration.
1: That's right. And yeah. what
0: what is that? How is that different from an AFA?
1: Right. It's, it's just something um, that students can get on their diploma, their transfer diploma for their AA. And it just... Um, It tells them and, you know, if they're transferring out into another program that they have a concentration in the arts. So they've taken their basic foundational um, credits. So it's nine or 15 credits um, of fine arts and then I think another five credits of art history. I I don't remember the exact breakdown, but it's really something to give them to show an institution that they have a concentration in the arts if they're applying to get into a fine arts program that would help. So are a lot of these courses, though, mm-hmm.
0: transfer, uh, transferable to a university that would give a four-year degree?
1: Absolutely. They, I mean, they really all are. They're all. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they, they're all So it universal. doesn't really matter
0: about the Associate in Arts. I mean, it does a little. Yeah. But a lot of people use that as a preliminary. And if it's all transferable.
1: You then... know, the, the, the thing that would be wonderful about for the AFA as much for the students, it would be for the faculty. It, oh, would get, okay. it, would, it would give us, you know, something for our students, you know, to, to send them off on their way. Uh, we have students that transfer into Chicago Institute of Fine Art, right, the School of the Chicago Institute of Fine Art, RISD, UCLA, of course, U- University of Washington. And it's all because we kind of push, we, we help them individually. And having a degree like that would really give a framework, um, uh-huh. you know, for this professors and the instructors to support their students.
0: Oh, um, huh. yeah.
1: And and, so. and the school would recognize the art department, I think, in a, in a different way, too, if we had that. Right. Right. It would right. be less in service of the other programs and we would have our own uh, program.
0: But I think it's great that your faculty is working to help these students individually get into uh, longer term programs. Absolutely. So that's wonderful. Right. Right. But, well, hopefully you'll yeah. have that
1: designation soon. Yeah, talk to me in a couple is, years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how does a student uh, get into your art programs?
1: Right. Uh, honestly, you just have to enroll. It's an open enrollment. So you um, uh, you go to Bellevue College webpage, go to registration, and it's it's really you pay your, your tuition. And it should really be that easy. Um, it's not we, we are not reviewing applications, um, which you know, if you were going to um, University of Washington, you have an, uh, you have to have a portfolio, right? And so right. this is really taking people from all different levels and um, the emphasis, of course, because you're taking people from all different levels, the emphasis is often on your growth, right? You're, right. You're not from where you start. How far did you grow? How, um, how well or how? How much effort did you put into really learning the lessons the visual lessons the instructor is giving to you or or the the in art history it's a little bit different studio arts and of course art history which is more of like the humanities um, so so you're going to have more of a support system like that at Bellevue College
0: so how wonderful that you can get into this program you know because so many schools are so to get into and then that if you and what you're saying though I think is that you're really going to have to work hard to -hmm. get through these courses and to get credit that is acceptable to some of
1: these other schools it's not you know going to be a piece of cake once you get in there that's right and I think that that is for some reason a common misconception about art classes is that oh it's going to be fun we're going to paint I like birds I'm going to paint birds you know (laughs) la-dee-da and Honestly, I, you know, and I'm the art historian in the art department and I loved art history. I love reading. I love writing, all that analyzing. Uh, when I, I did a couple years in my undergrad at OSU instead of U of O, just kind of bouncing around. And I took two studio art classes, Pat. Those were the hardest classes of my life. I got a B plus. I was so dang proud of that B plus. Right. And I'm, I'm coming from, you know, I only want to get A's. I only want to get. I was so proud of that B plus because I worked really hard for it. Um, so it, they're not easy. But if you the um, art classes, art studios are very special. They give you the opportunity to work on this craft, this art, and it, it's kind of fused with intellectual and skill and then it's it's really the the kind of mathematics or the engineering of thinking about space in two dimensions. It's it's really challenging stuff. But it's oh, wonderful. I know. Yeah. I
0: you know, and and then you're up against people who are all very artistic. That's the other thing. Right. I noticed that. Right. Uh, I think art classes typically are way um Take way more effort yes. than a lot of people think yes. that they will, especially and on on time <laughs> and time, especially <laughs> on this level. Yes. Now, do you have any older students in your in your program?
1: Absolutely, we do. I like I said, we have a real diverse um, student body. Um, we have students from if if you want to, you know, say six. We have you know sixteen up occasionally. Sometimes um, our seniors or you know, getting up to the senior levels will audit classes, which you can do. And I guess the community should know that uh, seniors can audit classes. I think it used to be for like $5, which really? is amazing. And you don't get graded. Oh, now don't, wait. I
0: know. <laughs> Take note of this. It, even, the, even the Don't quote uh, me on the $5. Classes.
1: I think, I believe so. It might be, in the art history, it was $5. It might be more for studio, but I can't imagine. It's, it's a much. minimal amount then. It's a minimal amount. That right.
0: uh, seniors can will can pay to audit these art classes even the ones that are studio
1: i believe class? so but i now now i'm starting to wonder because okay. of art history but i i'm working okay the so art history check angle. check on it <laughs> check on it uh, from the website yeah. i'm sure there's a, yeah. a
0: phone number you can call right but you know even that if that's available say in art history or yeah. some of those courses and well everybody's welcome in
1: my art history classes i i we have you know i have the largest classes on campus and they're just it's it's what they're wonderful. They're wonderful. And and whether you're, you know, 72 or 19 and then you have your your 40 through 50 year olds that are, you know, maybe their kids are off at school now and now they want an interior design degree and they're taking art and art history classes to support that. Um, it really is a, a diverse group um, age wise, ethnically, uh, you know, gender ability, all of it. It's Bellevue College pays a lot of attention to. Um, kind of equity and pluralism and, and um, I think they do a good job recruiting a lot of students or attracting a lot of students. So, well, it sounds great.
0: Lots of diversity, isn't that what we all like? Anyway, it's already time for a break. We'll be okay. right back with more about Bellevue College's diverse arts program. (laughs) Get into the art groove and take a class at Kirkland Art Center. From ceramics, painting, printmaking, drawing, Photoshop, collage, and more, you can experiment or refine at the East Side's number one Arts Learning Center. Register now for fall classes starting in September. At Kirkland Art Center, you can express your inner artist or explore a whole new world of creativity. Located in the heart of Kirkland on Market Street in the historic Peter Kirk Building, it looks like a castle. Learn more at O-R-G. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150KKNW.com. Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. We're here talking with Kate Kasproviak about Bellevue College's art programs, and she's the one that teaches art history, by the way, and it's very popular. And uh, what's so great about your art history class? Because I remember people saying that they wasn't weren't. I mean, back when I was in <laughs> school weren't that fun how do you make it such a good class
1: well i mean you'll have to ask my students um but i i guess my mantra when i first started teaching at the college university level a little over 10 years ago is i i do not want to bore anybody i do not want to bore and i think what you're getting at pat is that oh art history classes are so long and the lectures are just you know they go on and on and on and so i've worked really hard to not be boring now well how do you do that in a in a two-hour lecture, two-hour and ten-minute lecture, um, you know, you have to have you have to have a combination of structure, but also a looseness and a flow to it, and a sense of humor and life and love and art. You have to bring all of that to the lecture. It can't just be about, um, you know, uh, Vermeer and 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 his techniques to capture light, right? It can't just. You have to talk about um, his life and life in Delft in the seventeenth century, right? And and so it's a history to me that is so wonderful that that makes these pictures come alive so I I mean I don't know you really do have to ask my students I people say that I'm passionate when I teach and I guess that's true I don't love the word passionate to be perfectly honest with you but it it well you have
0: to go with what you know the crowd is saying right
1: right but you have to it it means something all of these works of art they mean something and they mean so much more than what people think when they look at them and that's the exciting thing is to open that door and to um, Learn about history, understand the context of the world in a way that's far more relevant today than you ever would have thought. Um, and then, you know, also the other side of it is to grow your visual, you know, your ability, your visual language, your ability to look at art, your ability to talk about it. And so, I'm giving students these skills, and that's not just about painting, sculpture, artwork. It's you start looking at the world and you start under being able to read the world visually in a way with more confidence. And um, and I. I'm really earnest about that. those skills are really important um, and for my interior designers and all my other students. Uh, so
0: so is this a slide based mm-hmm. course? I mean you have a lot of slides yeah, yeah. Of, uh, yeah know, it, is, right.
1: it is you're right. it is a it, now there's PowerPoints instead of slides. I like to say when I was in grad school at U of O we started with the slides and then I was the well, generation that yeah. yeah went into PowerPoints. Um, so yes, it is um, but we uh, you know, There's ways to break up the two hours with discussion and, you know, and activities and things like that. But hopefully you're
0: you're educating Mm -hmm. a lot of these uh, future, um, you know, people that need to have background in art Mm -hmm. to be discerning and in their careers or in their, you know, interior design or whatever they're doing. I hope so, too. (laughs) Now, you have also there a, a gallery space. That's right. At. Uh, Bellevue College where um, you have student work and Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit. Sure. It's
1: uh, Bellevue College Gallery Space and it's uh, located in room D276, right above the library. It's kind of awkward to find. Um, It's Uh like a classroom, but that's (laughs) why I'm saying it's right above the library, D276. It's a fabulous space. Uh, it's, It's large. It's got beautiful walls. It's got beautiful lighting. Um, we generally have four to six exhibits a year. Uh, there's always a student show that finishes up the year in June, stays up all summer, and will be coming down in a couple weeks. And then typically, the next opening show is the faculty show. This shifts up a little bit depending on if we're bringing in um, artists from, you know, around the country and, and their schedule you know necessitates a shift. That's typically what we've done, though. And then um, so it's really just that one student exhibit. And then the other shows are from local and abroad uh, that we have – we have a gallery director, usually a faculty member in the art department that is wearing this other hat, uh, quite a heavy hat, I'll say. Um, a lot of work um, that oh, they have sounds, to do. Yeah. Right. But Putting we, on that many shows. But they – there's no charge for the shows, right? Oh, gosh, no. No, 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 no. It's all – that's so. all free. And there's always an opening – um, it's usually on a Wednesday, An opening party. Yes. Oh. Yes. From four oh, yeah. to eight, you know, and, and there's oh, usually nice. snacks and things like that. So, yeah.
0: Now your favorite kind of art is mm-hmm. modern and contemporary. And I you know a lot of artists know the difference, but the listeners may not right. know because modern and contemporary kind of sound the same, but I know they're very different in art. Why don't mm-hmm. you explain that?
1: Okay. So, um, yeah, I consider myself a modernist by trade. Um, but there's a lot of art out there that I love. So if modern, let's start with modern, you want to think of late 19th century, early 20th century. This is when artists really start to focus on the formal uh, characteristics of art. So what I mean by the formal characteristics, uh, color, line, they start becoming almost pierced. It becomes about the formal qualities of the object of the art. Um, And so you have artists like Matisse, right, who's a colorist. So he's really focusing on the expressive potential of color. You have uh, Picasso and Brock in the early Cubist days looking at line and volume and analyzing the heck out of it. Right. So so we're really formal, expressive, analytical. Um, This goes through many different phases. You know, you get to Jackson Pollock and his abstract expressionism and these, you know, this kind of uh, action painting, dropping paint on canvas, which is not as easy as it looks, uh, of course. Um, And then you get into kind of the death nail of modernism is minimalism in a lot of ways, which is, of course, those uh, Donald Judd. and Oh, those
0: white paintings with a little... Tiny bit of paint on them, or maybe not right. At Barnett all.
1: Newman, right, right, and honestly, it took me a long time to love the love the minimalist. But Ellsworth Kelly, oh, beautiful. I mean, anyways, there's so so. What happens? So that's modernism. Formal characteristics of painting, sculpture, and really isolating um, you know some specific uh, uh, attribute and and really emphasizing the, the formal qualities. Once you get into the 1970s and and beyond, you have kind of the postmodern. Um, a, a movement in postmodernism where really kind of like anything anything goes in art. It's all of a sudden it's it's about the concept. You can sample anything. There's no authenticity. There's no inauthenticity. Um, it's the, it's it's about the changing world, right? Whether it's the way TV is shaping us or advertising is shaping us. So it's almost more conceptual in nature. Not all the time, yeah. um, but but that's I I think that conceptual part and that kind of self aware part of postmodern work. Is, is where I start thinking of, uh, what, 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 did we, what did we say, modern and conceptual or modern and postmodern? Was that the original and question? And contemporary. And contemporary, sorry. So and then contemporary is, you know.
0: Yeah. Is, it I, seems I like anything goes. I mean, if you go to Seattle Art Fair, you go, yes. what direction is art actually going? I have no idea. <laughs> nor, nor do I, Pat. Nor do I. Nor do I. <laughs> and that's contemporary art for you, right? right? Right, right. Now, we just don't really know. But no. now that we covered art
1: as well now we, as we know. <laughs> now we know. In a, in a half an hour, yeah. we are already
0: running out of time. Oh my goodness. Can you believe mm-hmm. that? Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Kate, for talking with us. My today. pleasure, Pat. Thank you. <laughs> now, how can prospective students go online to find out more about all of your wonderful courses at Bellevue College?
1: Uh, just go to bellevuecollege.edu uh, um, and you can look at classes. You can click on classes and then select art. That would be one way or just Type in art department, and there'll be a web page with the different instructors and the courses they offer. Um, That's the easiest way. So, and we, so great that we have this wonderful
0: art program right here on the east side. Don't have to go over a bridge at Bellevue College. So check it out and be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Art Beat Northwest. Now, next week, talented woodcarver Marcile DeLacy, who currently has a show at the Bainbridge Island Museum of Art, will be on the show. So be sure to listen in next week. I'm Pat Pauley, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great, creative week.